It was a spring day that whispered of a fine summer to come, the flowers chancing to open themselves up and the mild air scented with possibility. On the green slopes above the tiny hamlet of Willingdon, Charlotte Haywood was leading an assortment of her brothers and sisters on a walk. The rain of the previous days had prevented any exercise and, as the eldest of twelve lively offspring, she was excessively glad to be out of the house. The walk undertaken, but none yet willing to go back indoors, they decided to take their rest in the long grass. The gentle countryside rolled away from them in all directions, peaceful and luxuriously green. It was so wonderfully quiet. The children becalmed after their excursions. The bright bird song only distant, that Charlotte could hear the soft breeze sighing through every blade of grass. She ran her free hand through it, marvelling at its springiness, the other hand occupied by the gun tucked expertly into the nook of her shoulder. She was just wondering how she might occupy herself for the rest of the day when a small movement caught her eye. Just below the gathering of Haywards were two rabbits, white tails flashing as they nibbled the clover. In a single, fluid motion, Charlotte stood up, shifted her grip on the gun, and took aim. Look, cried her sister Alison at the same moment, gesturing towards the rabbits, who immediately turned tail and vanished into the scrub. Charlotte, much irritated, was about to make a cutting remark when something more diverting caught her eye. Two horses, the sweat on their flanks visible even from the remove, were struggling to pull a carriage up the steep and twisting lane that served as Willingdon's only road. That anyone should attempt this was so unusual that all the Haywards were soon on their feet to better observe the spectacle. As they watched, the carriage, which had already slowed considerably, began to list, then lurch, and finally toppled over on its side with a resounding crash. Charlotte hitched up her skirt. Quick, Alison! Quickly, boys! As they hurried down the hill, more Haywood children, alerted by the racket, poured forth from the house as though there might be no end to them. None could hide their glee at this unexpected turn of events, for Willingdon was a very out-of-the-way sort of place. What was surely a misfortune for the occupants of the carriage was already proving great entertainment for the younger Haywoods. When Charlotte reached the bottom of the slope, the coachman was already up and busy trying to calm the distressed horses. There was as yet no sign of the carriage's occupants, but as she drew closer, the door, which was now facing skywards, opened up. A gentleman's head and shoulders emerged. He looked about him with keen, darting eyes as though enthusiasm and interest might be mustered even from the most alarming incident. Here we are, he cried with admirable cheer. No harm done. Give me your hand, my love he said to his yet unseen companion, who was still ensconced in the stricken carriage. We'll soon have you out. Without further delay, Charlotte scrambled up onto the carriage to offer her assistance. Her sister, always more mindful of propriety, was shocked. Charlotte, what are you doing? she exclaimed. Steady, said Charlotte, ignoring Alison and addressing the carriage's female occupant. Take my hand. 
The lady, with Charlotte's help, pulled herself clear and landed very tidily on the road, her fair hair only slightly disarranged. Thank you, she said, smiling, her demeanour quite as good-natured as the gentleman's now she was rescued. You are very kind and very brave to risk yourself. Charlotte smiled back, dark eyes sparkling. Not at all, ma'am. This is the most exciting thing to happen in Willingdon for years. There we are, said the gentleman from his precarious perch above them. Neat as a ninepence. But he spoke too soon, for on leaping to the road himself, landed awkwardly and turned his ankle. He cried out, face blanching, but after a deep breath attempted to rally, saying bravely, It's nothing, nothing at all. But indeed it was not nothing, and when he tried to put weight on it, he grimaced in pain. Give me your arm, sir, said Charlotte, with the usual good sense that made her the secret favourite of her father's. Our house is close by. He took it gratefully. Thank you, my dear. What kindness! I see we have fallen amongst friends. <laughs>